Hey guys, Jack here. John had to use the backup recording on his podcast, so you may hear some crinkling and just all around not great noises for a podcast. So sorry for the inconvenience, but c'est la vie. On with the show. And welcome to Pod for Norga, the podcast that just watched a movie starring a complicated young woman living in Oslo during the summertime, where many scenes take place at a Are hospital you and features with the a performance GBT by Anders Nye, by Anders Danielson Lee. But enough about worst person in the world. Oh. <laughs> I'm Jack, the host of this here podcast. I'm joined in Oslo, a beautiful city, by my good friend Erland, and over in America, it's Kevin. And John. And with John is also a very Tommy. Small, an, Tommy, a very adorable small puppy. little puppy. Say hi, Tommy. Don't say hi, Tommy. Don't wake up. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> we might hear Tommy later in the in the broadcast. Yes, if there is dog barking. It's not mine. Um, guys, let's let's talk about movies. I don't think there's anything in Norway to talk about. There was a big boat here for a few days. A bunch of Americans ran around. Oh yeah. No. D- do you know what I'm talking about? The air, uh, the an aircraft carrier. Oh like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, up an in aircraft the carrier came by, and Russia was like, yeah. "Hey, WTF? Yeah. Not cool. Was like, yeah, so yeah. close." In there, a lot of Americans just wandering downtown. Hilarious ads. There was uh, the about uh, uh, you know it was like, "Welcome to Norway. Our largest export is chlamydia." And then <laughs> keep it keep it clean, sailor. <laughs> what? There was that another. Was an actual, did I send you? That's an actual. It's, I swear it's to true. God, it's, it's, uh, Norway has like the highest prevalence of chlamydia in the world. Wow. And uh, and uh, and the other yeah. one, herpes. Yeah. I uh, which is which is even makes the uh, the thing you know the thing they tell sailors when they get off for shore leave. Um, you are a guest of the country we are visiting. Do not increase the population. Decrease the population. Or come home with anything that doesn't wash off in a shower. Nice. I feel like you should, yeah, people should be Wise advice. Those, mm. those ground rules, huh? That sounds like... Good rules, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a good, uh, good combination for a fun night. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, movies. Guys, today we're covering the uh, 2022 film Sick of Myself, or in Norwegian, uh, Sick Pika, meaning Sick Girl, right? Yeah. Sick Girl. Pika. Pika. Pika is, or is it's like or a cute sick. word for It's like young woman. Pika is, is yeah. sick. sick. Like sick like, young yeah. woman. Or, uh... Yeah. Um, it's written and directed by Christo- uh, Christopher Borgli, and it stars uh, Christina. I should have practiced these before I read these. Christina Kutoth mm-hmm. Trop, who we saw previously in Betrayed, mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, Eric Sather, who plays her boyfriend Thomas. Um, there is no, there is no chat GPT, uh, summary okay. this one okay. because chat GPT only goes up to 2021. Ah. So instead I'm going to read the IMDb summary of this film, which just says increasingly overshadowed by her boyfriend's recent rise to fame as a contemporary artist creating sculptures from stolen furniture. Cigna hatches a vicious plan to reclaim her rightfully deserved attention within the milieu of Oslo's cultural elite. I, that's a, I think that, that's a terrible summary of this movie. I agree. Nothing that was said there is accurate about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's I talk mean, it, about you don't want to give it away. Right. <laughs> but yeah, you um, want to actually tell what the... And she, de- she deserves nothing. Yeah, she... I feel, I well, feel the what need she to jump deserve. in here. It's what she thinks she deserves. Guys, we're, we're, we're ahead of it. We're, we're way, way ahead of here. I, I, I'm jumping in first because I, as I told Erlen, I don't normally text people after I've seen the movie, but I fucking loved this movie. Uh, this okay. is the best time I move. I think this is the best time I've had watching a film this year. Um, Interesting. I highly encourage people to go out and watch it if my recommendation means anything at all. Yeah. So I'm super, super pumped to talk about this one. Um, yeah, John. John, well, go, counter- I see John. Slight counterpoint, which is that I <laughs> have made the unfortunate <laughs> choice during the year of Erland to <clears throat> often so, so on a date. use these as date night movies. 
And oh. these are not like it just a succession of movies that are not good date night movies. No. Uh, and this it one depends on the date. I mean, it you know, it's true. rare to think of the the date circumstance in which a she has a dream sequence in which she wakes up, pulls her face off, half off at a table is like a good date movie. But in any event, uh, it was to be fair. The fact the fact that you're bringing a date into like. Hey, what's up, date? Like, you want to watch a Norwegian movie with me? Yeah, because it's part like that's a cool date. I, that is, I, that yeah. is a good date. Hey, I gotta do this thing, and yeah. it's like a niche thing. But I mean, this this mystery woman but... too is cool to to be down with that. I yeah. just I just think that Royal Team too might be a more fun date movie at at, at some point. I, this is gonna be cannot a disagree more. Filter. This is going to be an overall filter because if she's either out from the jump and that saves you a lot of time, or she's in it and you're like, okay, maybe we have potential. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, John, that is you just watch Royal, since Royal Team 2 is out now, for every date, just be like, oh, hey, I got to watch this movie and then put on Royal Team 2. Just keep watching Royal Team. You don't need to see. Yeah, you don't need to, do I need to see Royal like, Team movies, one? Nah, nah. Yeah, the, watch the other movies on your own time, but like, yeah, for the date night, put on Royal Team. Uh, She's um, not gonna listen, or she might. That being said, John. If that you, being if said, you do, John. Then, like, uh, John, how did you and your date enjoy this movie? Uh, I think. I mean, we enjoyed it. Um, it was jarring uh, <laughs> at, at times, and I think. I mean, this is an obvious comparison. You just made it, Jack. But, uh, you know, we previously showed on this or, or, or reviewed on this podcast a movie called The Worst Person in the World. And that crown has definitely passed to Cigna, right? Like, same, as I understand it, same production company, same rough setting, same film techniques for A Beautiful Oslo Summer. But boy, this is a much worse person than that was. Because um, she was, like, slightly self-obsessed and main character syndrome This person is a horrible narcissist and maybe has Munchausen syndrome. Like, I don't know. She's she's not, not a good person. And neither is her boyfriend. They deserve each other, but none of the rest of us in the world deserve either of them. That, that is a very good point. I, Bravo. <laughs> I think that is a great... That's great. <laughs> um... Sure, uh, uh, Erlen, um, do you mind uh, giving us your opinion on the movie? You're the one who actually first brought this up and brought it to my attention in the first place. Um, uh, can you tell a little bit about your thoughts, as well as um, for, uh, since this is a newer film and my summary wasn't that great, give a little bit of the background of, of the plot of this movie? Sure. Including <clears throat> where, uh, uh, where in Oslo it was shot? Yeah, so uh, that's a big, it's a big ask you're coming with. You. I'll, I'll try to remember all of the, uh, the uh, components. But uh, I first saw this movie when it first came out in theaters. Um, I believe it was part of the 2022 uh, Cannes circuit. So it got some recognition at Cannes. Uh, and then it came out properly, I guess, in Europe and mostly in Norway the, like, shortly thereafter. So I saw this in theaters. I thought it was – I love this movie. I think it's, it's – it's, I've never seen something um, kind of handle the subject matter of narcissism and body horror in the same way. And essentially to, to kind of – for the listeners, this uh, main character is so – intensely obsessed with getting attention and being recognized that she's willing to uh, submit herself to physical harms and like risks that are like it's just it's just driven to the edge you know what I mean like this movie really kind of drives this fully fully as 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 hard as it can so she she reads this article about this um, uh, banned Russian drug and then she orders a bunch of it and then she purposely kind of downs them and then she gets this crazy uh, crazy skin condition that just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and she almost is like she leans into it more and more and more just because she's so into the idea of getting all this attention from being a uh, from having this illness so it's like first it kind of starts with like her wanting more attention uh, from her boyfriend to maybe wanting more attention from the people who are given attention to her boyfriend and then it's like they kind of 
consistently go back to this one girl who she apparently cares a lot about, Amina, and then her Amina. dad. <laughs> and her dad. Her dad is like uh, yeah. is like a consistent figure. We never figure. know why. But yeah, it's so, but it's like these two so figures in her life that have apparently really been absent and and um, she just she just goes so far in this. So I mean, I I think this movie achieves so much in ninety minutes. It's honestly extremely impressive, and I think I I don't know exactly what the budget was. You guys probably have that up, but like considering what the um, uh, and and Kevin could probably tell us more about the process if it's if it's prosthetics or whatever it is. But like I was just no, so impressed. That's a re- she really suffered. It's a real disease. scar. <laughs> <laughs> but like no, some no, of these I, scenes. I actually, yeah, I have I have a whole thing about the prosthetics. Yeah, I would I would love to get the kind of the facts on it, but also your take on it. But I will say that like uh, I love this movie. I think it's wonderful. It's also coincidentally shot right around the corner from where I live. I was at the cafe where there was a critical scene this morning. Um, and it's just like there's a critical scene in Vitus Pashtamanska in an open bakery, which is an Oslo-only bakery chain. Then this also has a kind of critical scene um, featuring an, an, an attack of a dog, kind of biting someone's throat. And uh, every I go to this cafe literally every Sunday uh, with my wife. So it's kind of like uh, every time I'm there, I think about this movie. <laughs> that is wild. That yeah, is so let's wild. hope that John doesn't get attacked in the throat by this cute little puppy that he's holding up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I probably couldn't hurt a, hurt a fly. Uh, let's flip over to Kevin, man. Kevin, what's, what's, what's your thoughts? And, uh, yeah, talk a little bit about the prosthetics and yeah. stuff in this and anything so, you, that you researched. I, I, I really – yeah, I, I – I really enjoyed this this movie, but I'm not sure that I had fun enjo- like in the mm. same way that you guys did. Um, I <clears throat> one yeah I fucking love the prosthetics. Um, the uh, uh, one thing that I one like philosophy thing I want to talk about is um, one one thing that I think Freud actually got right because um, I I really hate yeah. I. Do not like Freud. He is a pile of garbage. 99% garbage. Um, but his talk about the uh, what's called the death drive, um, which mm. is the kind of the the, the subconscious drive uh, drive to for self destruction and bad decisions and uh, you know things that she that this woman is doing um, in order to attain pleasure. Uh, in order to attain this recognition from from other people, um, I think it, it was a, a very good uh, kind of exploration of that uh, idea of mm. okay, what do I want? I want to fulfill myself in some way. I want to derive this pleasure, but the way the, the you know path of least resistance, I know how to do that is by destroying my body um, mm. and. You know, maybe it's not going to be that bad. You know, oh, sure, there's going to be some scars, but, you know, in her mind, it's like, oh, maybe not be that bad. Because that's the, the whole point of the death drive is, like, you don't actually think you're going to die. Is It's mm-hmm. just, oh, I, I'm, I can, you know, I can keep doing these things, and then, it's like, but eventually you, that happens. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, yeah, one, that, I thought that was really a really, um, uh, really interesting kind of exploration of that. Um mm-hmm. The prosthetics uh, were designed by a uh, prosthetic uh, makeup artist, a visual effects artist uh, called Izzy Galindo. Um, interesting with the with the the process, um, they started in the middle of her of the progression of the, of her. Of the oh yeah, because she deteriorate. We should say like she uh, initially gets impacted by the medication that she's ta- uh, taking with you know that she's intentionally taken to get this, yeah. but then no as one... the attention fades and as as she she you know it's you know it's never enough, so she goes back to the medication taking increased amounts, mm-hmm. which really impact her yeah. to make her look worse and worse. But yes, so, please, Kevin. Continue. So yeah, so they they started at the the what they called the beautiful phase, which is when she uh, gets on the cover of the magazine or gets the, uh, on the newspaper. Yeah. Like that initial, it's like ooh, that's it's you know visible on your face, and it's but you still have you know she's still conventionally attractive still conventionally, in a lot of ways. Yeah, she, they, yeah. she just got scars, right? Yeah, and um, then then they went 
backwards from there to start like okay how do we you know peeling away the things to start at the beginning and then adding stuff on uh-huh. um mm-hmm. and so yeah it was it's did you by chance send this person an email i did not i will i th- i probably will though. you should you should I'll, I'll, in I'll, traditions I'll, I'll, uh, hit them up on on uh, instagram um mm-hmm. but yeah they, they're very good um uh, 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 oh we haven't talked about uh, a movie kink in a while and i want to bring up one that oh yay I, that i found that i uh, discovered um actually two one of them is is kind of uh, visual. It's the film artifacts in that are like come up briefly, like film grain, or like you'll see a uh, like what happens when film gets taken off out of the projector and like gets yeah where it's it's clipped it's clipped and, matched, and you so see the, the next light reel. from the projector yeah. and all these and like things yeah. get shifted and dust particles yeah. get in the way and they are used the their brief moments the split second things and i'm like i i i love that it's it's very brecht can you name one can um, you name one of them that you when, do, do they uh, use it purposely like in the transition or they do use it purposely in, in transitions um when she is being wheeled out of the hospital um as she's uh like getting into the lobby, there's a scene, ch- or there's a flat, there's a, a light leak uh, effect mm-hmm. that happens where, like, the sides, um, like, light kind of leaks yeah, in the from fr- the sides. Yeah, the box kind of, yeah, um, yeah. It, But it's it's for a brief second. And then there's another time when um, it's in a, uh, uh, oh, it's when she's at a party, and the her friend who's a journalist... She's uh, Inga is, is talking about something. She's telling a story, and it focuses on her friend. I don't know. I forget. Uh, I, 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 I'm the journalist. Anin. No. Uh, no, that's someone else. Someone. But you could just say the journalist. Friend. The journalist. Friend. Um, and there are these dust particles that kind of like flash in front of her, and it goes in slow motion for like a split second as she's like listening to her talk about like, mm, is this. Is she actually telling the truth? So I guess it does. Yeah, it, it, it's used intentionally when there is doubt or when there is a like, hey, what? Hmm. I don't. There's something more to this disease. I don't think it's just you didn't just get this out of out of, out of nowhere. Like, it, so I think they happen whenever that kind of when her, you know, the facade is is breaking down. It's, it's her. You know, the the you're seeing behind the camera of, oh, there's this is just a show. You know. Can I add something else that I also like that they used is um, it's very sparsely used in the film was um, the projection of text on screen. Yes. And I thought it was used quite comically yes. when like she's trying to take down her boyfriend. Like so her boyfriend is an artist who makes uh, his art through his, his ongoing exhibit is that he goes into stores and steals furniture and then uses that to make sculptures. And then he's talking about, um, you know, he's there at, you know, like at a party with some friends or at dinner, and he's talking about like, oh, this is my new exhibit. It's good. And she keeps, you know, because once attention is drawn away from her, um, I mean, they keep trying to undercut each other in various yeah. ways. Like, oh, he's like, I got a new studio space that I'm going to be uh, showing. And she's like, yeah, but it's kind of small and it's not in the main facility. <laughs> and but the one he does when he says, oh, it's called. And they're also obviously speaking Norwegian, and he goes, "It's called the damage in English." Yeah, like the damage, and and she's like, "Why do Nor- or Norwegian always artists always feel the need to name titles in English? That's so dumb. It's so stupid. We're we doing here." And then it it the, the scene cuts to the actual thing, and on the screen it puts up skaden yeah <laughs> which is the norwegian word for the damage. damage so it obviously it obviously impacted him enough uh, there's just so many moments in this movie uh i'm sorry kevin i'm cutting you did you no did no you no that's, that's that great wanna... I, I love it no please yeah uh yeah i i, I wanted to, to gush a little bit about this film so like the things that uh i i really loved it i said i was constantly flipping back between moments of truly laughing out loud at like the like darkness and just dark like f- weird darkness of this movie as well as then juxtaposed against moments that i found actually like truly horrifying 
uh, which yeah. like it, it kept me unsettled the whole time and often you know i complain about like the movie lengths this is a perfect length this is movie. A, i was like this is a i was movie so surprised what when it when it ended um but uh I, i'm trying to i have like a whole list of all the things that i, I loved um, oh okay just real uh, quick yeah please jump, Carolyn, jump in. you said you mentioned it uh it was it was meant to be uh, shown at can um and there in one scene where she's talking to her or to, to thomas she's wearing a cans uh can yeah cans film festival. <laughs> uh, film festival t-shirt Oh, that's cool. Yeah. While she's, while <laughs> she's talking about, like, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I'm going to yep. be famous. Who knows? And it's, also, like, it's, they, it's, the direct, the, I think that was designed, I think that was an intentional, like, hey, we're going to Cannes, and we're going to yeah. put that reference in the movie. There's a lot, real quick, there's a lot of interesting little things. So, like, there's a famous artist here in Norway who um, is... Um, became quite famous uh, quite early and he's like he was only he's only like 26 and and um uh, gained a lot of recognition and he was recently like maybe a year before the movie was made he was uh charged with stealing a bunch of furniture even though he's like oh. super super like you know successful and was probably making good money he was uh, convicted and charged with stealing a bunch of like designer furniture wow. and what's funny i just googled it and Apparently, the the artist himself was an extra in one of the scenes ha, uh, where they're great. where they're at a party. Yeah, and this is after that's... he was charged. Um, oh, and that's then, totally intentional. Then that's awesome. Abso- yeah. Absolutely. But what's funny is that nobody in the cast is like commenting on the fact that, like, saying it directly or not. So nobody, like, the director is is like not commenting on whether or not this is, uh, in like his characters is is inspired by this artist or not but i still found that to be really funny and another thing is like i really wonder how like i'm assuming the you know indie art scene uh or indie film scene in norway is quite small so like i just feel like there's such common there's like parallels in style between this and um um what's his name joachim trier and like his 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 way and like the fact yeah, yeah. that there's this open buckety reference like there's all this cross referencing and i really i really hope I, that it's true that like this is kind of starting to become a little thing you know what i mean I, that, that, I that this is, community yeah, is like self referential i mean that helps answer sorry kevin go ahead john, no, john. Well, i was going to say that that maybe helps answer a question i had which is why in the world is there a security guard posted in an Oslo furniture store? Like, is that a is that a common occurrence? But maybe the answer these days is yes, because there's there are like high end thefts happening there. I mean, the guy had a shit ton of furniture, so they were probably like they just kept... it was broadcasting it, yeah. and he's like, "That's the whole." Yeah. Thing. He put it he's in like, the fucking he's... magazine. Yeah. What? That's... Yeah. So it's like what? I, I think another I thing mean, that's really interesting is like belief for that, but like. Like, he's a budding artist, and she works at a cafe. But their apartment is fucking beautiful on the amazing. west side of it's Oslo. Which yeah, is where's the family? Where's the money for that? And I'm real. I'm thinking, like, it's implicitly implied that, like, these two people both come from, from, from money. Because she's got a lot of drug money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. And I just feel like this, their their commentary on, like, the her intense narcissism is also, um, like, like the, the subtext there is, like, she has nothing to really worry about. She's in a very comfortable life and position where it's just like all she cares about is her self-image, uh, and it just but it just it, goes so far. So this is what I, I'd love to jump in here, and this is what I uh, the core of the movie that I really liked is that the I had no idea what this movie was about. I didn't even watch the trailer um, before going into it. You so, probably had quite the shock. <laughs> I was like, because I just thought, like, I knew I'd seen the poster picture, so I knew she ended up into the hospital at some point. So uh, what I liked, I first saw this movie. I'm like, oh, this is a narcissistic woman. She wants it. like this. And at first, like, um, I felt slightly attacked um, <laughs> because Ow. you know, like she she has when she has the moment at the uh, in the beginning of the movie where she is working at the store at the cafe and a dog attacks a woman. And she has to quickly render medical aid to them. And then she does so. And and then because of it, like, this becomes a story she tells all of her friends, which is absolutely something that I would do or have done. And uh, 
every I want you all to remain silent. Well, <laughs> I mean, I I I have. Uh, yeah, I've done something similar, maybe. We all have things like I mean, <laughs> everyone has like moments. What I thought this handled really well is like moments of narcissism and moments, uh, uh, flights of fancy. Like, mm. oh, she flashed. Like, oh my God, the police officer told me that he wishes more people were like me. Or, you know, she's telling someone like, this woman could have died if I didn't step in. I'm like, and I'm like, this all is like kind of normal narcissism. But then it's so I was like, okay, this is you know kind of normal. Like she's just a person. And then it's like two weeks later and she's still like every conversation has to be about how she did this thing. Mm -hmm. And I love the insert shot, which is another very short shot we see is that she's like, I was the only one who helped. And it cuts yeah. and it and shows then she's her like, get back, get back. stopping <laughs> other people who are other people are coming to help. And she's saying, step away. And you're just like, oh, yeah, the this whole, is whole this part is of it. Was, nobody it, was it starts helping. getting they were standing around. And so that's the thing is like, I, I liked how it was dealing with that. I'm like, oh cool, this is gonna be a story about like all of our inner narcissism, our inner fantasies about, you know, being great or being special or being this. But then it moves and we, it, what this very clearly uh, comes, it becomes this, I mean, this woman clearly has Munchausen sy syndrome. Yeah. Um, which does, uh, if anyone who doesn't know what that is, I wrote it down. So Munchausen sy syndrome is a rare psychological and behavioral condition in which someone fabricates or induces symptoms of illnesses in themselves. It's named after an aristocrat, Baron Munchausen, who, who was famous for telling wild, unbelievable uh, stories about his exploits in the past during the 1700s. Yeah. So, I think it's um, interesting, though, that it, like the it, Munchausen sy syndrome can be, from my my lay understanding, non-medical understanding, it's both yeah. imagined and phys and like real symptom. Like it is self-inflicted, yeah. as well as yes. imaginary. Can I? Um, I talked to my dad about this movie earlier this morning. Oh yeah, and, an actual uh, doctor. My my dad, an actual. My dad is a, is a doctor. My dad says he was a doctor because now he's retired. He's retired. Uh, so he is a doctor, and he has a Munchausen uh, story, uh, which he told me. So he gets a call, and my dad was a cardiologist, and so he gets a call at like two in the morning uh, about, and it's the on-call doctor is like, hey, uh, we got this guy in here, he's having, um, uh, he's in severe chest pain, severe chest pain, yeah, like not uncommon. Uh, and my dad is like, okay, cool, like what, uh, what's his, what do the tests say? What's his EKG say? What's it like? And they're like, it looks fine, and like, and they keep running all these tests and nothing's working. And, and he, they're like, he's still saying he's in severe, severe pain. So my dad eventually says, okay, this could be serious. Something might be happening here. So at three in the morning, he goes in, he starts talking to the guy and the guy's there going, uh, doctor, oh, oh, I'm in so much pain. Uh, uh, and my dad said he, he and the nurse are looking and the doctor and the patient goes, uh, oh, ouch. And my dad goes, Huh? <laughs> That's not a thing people say when they have like a heart attack. They don't say "ouch, ouch," and so, and they're Ooh, like, and, they're, and, they're, and he, so that kind of he bumps on that like, oh, that's a little weird. And so then they're like, well, they're like, okay, well, you know, whatever. We can, I mean, he's saying he's having incredible pain. So, so he goes, okay, we got to prep this guy for like emergency surgery. We got, we like, we got to go do it, do something. Yeah. This, this could be serious. We're, maybe we're missing something. I hope this guy so has non-imagined insurance yeah. too. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so they call, so it's three in the morning, you know, and they, they're like, he's about to go into potential life-threatening surgery. So they call what you, you call next of kin. So you call his, they call his wife in the middle of the night and they go, hi, I'm sorry. Like, uh, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm a doctor. I'm treating your husband. We're about to put him in surgery. He's going in. And he's, my dad is like, she seemed like super nonplussed about the fact that her husband was going in for life-threatening surgery. Hmm. And he's like, is there anything like we need to know, any kind of medical history or something? And she goes, yeah, he does. He has this one disease. I think it's called Munchausen <laughs> syndrome. And then your dad's and dad, like, oh. And dad's like, God uh, fucking damn it. And my daddy's like so pissed because he's like, it's he had to come in at three in the morning yeah. for this. And so my dad goes like, absolutely scrub the surgery. And the nurse calls dad and goes, he's still complaining of the pain. He's asking for morphine. And my dad says, absolutely not. <laughs> Do not give this guy anything. Turns out what the guy did, he was sitting there. The guy just unhooked himself and just walked out of the hospital. And once once he was like revealed or whatever. Yeah, revealed or like that. Yeah, like he knew he, you know, yeah, the jig was the up, jig which kind of happens. And that, what, this is the thing that happens with the Munkhausen is that apparently once they get caught, they just move on. 
and then start and then he actually that guy later came like a month later and just wanted to see a different doctor and like never brought any of it up or any of his hospital stuff which again goes to the thing about Munchausen which I, I've never seen in a movie and why I was really really enjoying this is and which kind of goes to what Kevin was saying about the, the Freudian uh, idea the self-destructiveness um it, it, like I am blo always blown away by people with Munchausen's because it's you know, in the in in these cases, they're poisoning themselves. So there, there's clearly like a wiring thing that's that's happening here. That the the need for attention is so incredibly high that they are willing to cause incredible destruction to their own bodies. And the I, I just wonder what the what what is going through a brain while while this decision is being made. And and especially when when someone gets caught, when yeah. they get caught, like you've been caught lying, you know. What do you do? And and you know, like the example uh, that her drug dealer says to her is like he caught like she said she miss was missing her big toe or something like that, and yeah. I caught her. And then her like and she goes, no, no, I never said that. I never said that. And like the the it always was fine. People's willingness to have a level of cognitive dissonance to just go like, mm. you know, and then move on to the next thing and blo block out information that yeah. isn't in keeping with their worldview, in keeping with the worldview that is. I deserve attention. I am the world's special child. Right. And because, and uh, well, uh, this whole movie uh, appealed to me in that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot, of, a lot of her just self-destructive, or a lot of her you know, trying to advance herself socially mm -hmm. or, or otherwise is, it, it's not, it, it's, it's an opportunistic. It's, an, she's, it's like, oh, there's something available that can help me in the short term. Like, I, mm -hmm. I honestly don't think she is planning or like mm -hmm. thinking this through long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's obviously, no because if you did, you probably wouldn't do that. There's probably much better ways to get attention. Right, exactly. But yeah. the, but the, I mean, this is all a, like a heightened, you know, reality and a heightened, uh, you know. I mean, it, I don't think it's that heightened. I mean, it, to be fair, she, I didn't know this was a real disease. Art. Oh, you didn't. No, which I'm, yeah, I'm almost, two. I don't know it's if a... I'm happier that I know or that I'm sad that I know because like it's like Kevin said, this oh. is in the movie it felt very heightened, but what you're well, describing is like this is fully something that and, could and happen. I'm not sure I'm not sure she actually has Montrazen syndrome cuz that's a like repeat manifesting thing. She is an extreme narcissist who's willing to try a variety of techniques, some medical, some not to get attention. So like I'm not like Marchausen syndrome is an actual psychological disorder that yeah. would I think repeat. Okay. I also, she is all about yeah. whatever what, way what of getting rules it. her out be because the, what you're describing is literally what she's doing. This is the beginning of that. This is the beginning. I think of that. I don't know if something got fundamentally un. So I did a little bit more research on this. So Munchausen syndrome is heavily tied to narcissistic personality disorder. Sure. So heavy narcissists will lean on this in order to achieve those goals. By the way. I have uh, I I wrote out the the symptoms of narcissistic personality disorder, and I just want I'm gonna quickly read them, and I don't want you to say anything, but I want everyone to think of somebody, and the fact that I think we're all thinking of the same person is pretty uh, speaks volumes. Okay. Um, having an unreasonably high self uh, sense of self importance and require constant and excessive admiration, mm -hmm. feel that they deserve privileges and special treatment. Expect to be recognized as superior even without any achievements. Mm -hmm. Make achievements and talents seem bigger than they are. <laughs> Believe that they are superior to others and can only spend time with or be understood by other special people. Be critical of and look down on people that do not feel important. Take advantage of others whenever they want. Be envious of others and, believe, uh, and, and envy them. Behave in an arrogant way, brag a lot, and come across as conceited. Insist on having the best of everything. For in instance, the best car or the best office, etc. So, uh... Man, just George a, Clooney, just... you're right. George Clooney is <laughs> an <laughs> Yeah, wow. the whole time I'm, like, trying to think, like, are we supposed to all think of the same person? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I felt like I was in a game <laughs> show. <laughs> but we're all talking anyway. about it. It was Trump, right? But, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But, uh, yeah, so, um, uh, I mean, but, I mean, this obviously is, like, a real disease, a disease and, I mean, it's, luckily, you know, there is a, uh, Erlen, to just teach it, there's an even scarier version of the disease called by Munchausen's uh, by proxy. By proxy, yeah. which is a very common medical show trope, uh, yeah, medical drama is, trope. Uh, people will, typically, parents will intentionally poison their own children to get their children sick so that they receive attention 
through uh, you know their kids being um, that I've heard more about, but I again I didn't know it was a clinically diagnosed thing, and like I don't know, like which yeah, a part of me almost feels like this movie is now a bit like demystified. I'm almost a little sad. I feel like my balloon is deflated a little bit because I was I was like, oh man, this is such a crazy. Yeah. well told but completely you know out of this world but what you're describing is like this could maybe happen yeah. i mean yeah but i love but the way it engage i mean you don't see this in you, i don't think you see this i mean maybe you see it on medical shows through the eyes of the doctors of the people treating it but at, from the person themselves i found this very very interesting and how you know like and the way it handles it like uh you know like when she get, finally gets her scars and all of her facial damage but then chooses to do these like she wants the photo shoot with her boyfriend who's like why do you want more and more photos of this or she does the kind of sexual image when she pulls oh my up God, her yeah. <laughs> like she, uh, yeah unhooks herself and to take a an ass picture in, yeah. the, uh, in, a, in the, a hallway mirror i mean the the thing i the, i guys i i wrote down just moments that i cracked up out loud and like the big ones were um like again when she she is having sex with her boyfriend after well, she's yes dude mask. yes this is the and best and she can part. only get turned on by him describing her funeral oh, yes. which and also which by the way also turns him and, on he's also a fucking weirdo yeah. like I, I, but yeah. dude just yeah but the shots the shots because they actually shoot the scenes of the funeral while they're and everyone's <laughs> it's packed there's so many people there and of course uh, what is it? Your Randy, dad doesn't get, get, get in. She's not on the list. Your dad can't get in. She's blo- like, there's a bouncer yes, at her. Yes. Yes. And there's like, the cross, the cross stamp yeah, to get in the door, stamp. like like a cross. Yeah, like, oh like a little God. cross. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, I, I I think that's my favorite scene as well. Real quick though, one thing that I found interesting though, and it doesn't really, it didn't really hit me until now. You've educated me on this disease part, but it's like, um, let's say she has this thing, right? And and. Um, there's an argument at the very beginning and there's an argument at the very end of the movie that's like her just uh, and I didn't catch this until I, I watched it yesterday because it was my second viewing but the but the whole point is like yeah like you know we psychopaths we don't like we you have no free will you can't help how you feel like you can't help how you are it's just kind of and then you kind of blame it on this disorder in a way. And then it makes me think like, okay, that's an interesting debate in and of itself. And it's interesting that they open the movie with it and they close the movie with it. Like she kind of relinquishes all ownership to it. But then I'm really thinking like the real fucking narcissist here is the boyfriend because he doesn't have these conditions, right? Which are diagnosable and therefore a bit more of like you can actually have this nuanced debate about whether or not she actually has uh, ownership to these actions. But the boyfriend is just as fucking awful. He just doesn't do the self-harm part in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but like, like when, when she's putting on her like yeah. allergy, her fake allergy reaction. The nut allergy And attack. then he's just, he's just keep going. He, he just, just keeps giving going. a speech. <laughs> he just keeps giving a speech. Although he knows, to be fair, he knows she doesn't actually have a nut allergy. So he For knows sure. she's faking oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but, but he was so true. attached to, to giving this speech. He's like, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. So funny. <laughs> just the idea she's flopping, she's flopping, yeah. like pretending that, because she commits. She like the idea, like that's a crazy thing to do when someone says, like you know, the waiter comes out and says, "Hello, like we're gonna be serving." Does anyone have any allergies? I have nut allergies. It's death. Like, and he's she just committed. Like, Who says that when they don't have it? And, but I mean, the, it progresses, right? It, it yeah. starts with the like lying about the stealing the wine bottle. Then it goes up to the uh, the the allergy thing. Then it goes up to. Her having this experience with the dog, and then like trying to provoke this this husky. The other dog. Oh my god. Yeah, That's... and then the guy's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> <What's the problem? laughs> yeah. I do love. I love when people call her out, and they the or I mean that's actually good. Yeah, I love the opening because there's little hints, and it, it, this movie does a great job of the build up. Like oh, yeah. one of the first lines she has when they're talking about stealing the wine bottle is she's like every she says everyone's looking at me. And yeah. like no one's looking at yeah, it. No one's so looking like at that's it. to her her yeah. sense of herself. And one then she's also like, "Tell people that I'm the one who stole it," and then I'll yeah, walk yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one thing uh, on that of like looking at people. One thing that I thought was done really well at, uh, in in a lot of scenes. Um, the camera as yeah. a character in a scene. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is like when they're whenever they're at the cafe with like other couples and they're sitting at the table. The camera yeah. pans back and forth between the two people who are talking. Yeah. 
as, as if you were sitting focus on. Yeah, yeah. In the, on the t- at the table w- watching these yeah. people. And yeah. you see all of the people who were... Uh, oh, the, the, uh, another bookend I really liked was um, people standing around not helping someone who absolutely needs help. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, she gets attacked by a dog, and people are trying to help, but she wards them off to like, no, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be the hero. Then yeah. at the photo shoot, when she her face starts to bleed and she passes out everyone the the camera only focuses on the people standing around watching her yeah. and not on her and then and like the, the the assistant falls the over makeup, and they're like oh god somebody help him at least you're like, oh my god go help him and they like a couple people pick him up and and meanwhile she's there like i thought she was i thought she died i thought that was like oh yeah no she's dead now like, it, it what did you guys think like, of the like, of the final ending though I uh, I thought this as like it's the loop continuing. I interpret this as, you know, well I, I I mean I did love I loved her going to the support group with our boy Jesper. Yeah, yeah. Jesper, Jesper, yeah. Jesper from Occupied, uh, Henrik Mestad. Um, but I I like it when she's first there and you know she thinks she's gonna get the attention. She starts describing and I love that that woman just starts criticizing her like oh you're so lucky to have this. You imagine having this symptom and this symptom and this symptom and then the second time she's there she starts describing that she's like I and she names all of those symptoms that she has. So it's like this is clearly. I mean those are her people right? Like that's those are her people. Those are her people. Yeah. But like but like the very last scene when she's on the floor and she's like I I I elskiroleva which is like yeah i love just living. like this it's almost like this cried out to the universe that she loves living mm-hmm. and then there's like this closing shot where they're all out in the woods and they're like dancing together and i'm yeah. like what a ride like uh, what did you guys think of that ending I, or like what do you make it out to mean because i, I liked it because i did because i don't think like i was at while i'm watching this movie i'm like i don't i don't want her to like die or anything like i don't like I, yeah you know i and i and i don't want it to get too fantastical and i don't want her to get fixed like i didn't mm-hmm. want her to have to, yeah like if this movie be, ended with her getting some kind of yeah re- re- some realization like oh i've been too crazy and i'm like no because by, by then i have already been plugged in like this is a woman with severe like problems yeah. and isn't going to get and is probably not going to get help this is just this is we are watching the birth of this kind of loop because this escalation that we've seen that you know that started with you know stealing the bottle and then the dog and then the faking the allergies and then accelerating up and we're we're just watching her kind of get into this loop because people like that a lot of time don't want to get help that she but she has these moments of realization that you see either whether she's confessing to her friend or one scene that we haven't talked about yet that I thought was fantastic in this in which the, the moment of kind of a self awareness jumping through is with uh, when the doctor played by Anders uh, Daniel. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. when he just starts describing to her and and the way he just he starts the like you think it's a real doctor yeah. and eventually he to just starts criticizing you. her over and over and, and then he's we've like never and, seen uh, for, <laughs> we've never seen it you're no you're you're uh you're no fun at parties so uh, yeah. your cat scans are so unequivocally yeah. clear that we're just gonna have to the police are waiting outside we're just gonna execute you right and the way he just delivers it like completely nonchalant total deadpan and which I I was I was just dying really, cracking up really because, good. but you know I interpret that as a moment of her you oh, know, yeah, realizing it's, it's inner, about yeah, herself it's like and, her and inner self and maybe an inner hatred of herself which is common to people with narcissistic personality disorder is that like you know an inner stress or hatred that kind of needs to be you know, exercised through the kind of attention that they see. Right. I, I think that's yeah. otherwise they can't. If they don't get that attention, then I, they need I think that's I think that's right. But I think it's also her ability to fantasize about the future extends to fantasizing about being found out. Right. So yeah, she yeah. disrupts the, the ca- book. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, but she disrupts the cat scan there so that they can't see what's wrong with her. And then her mom is in the next scene, and she and her mom says they're saying you won't let them do any tests. So they're not like she's not letting them do any tests in the hospital. Wouldn't, like the doctor look at her. Yeah, like well, that was before. But then even when she's yeah. back, she's still not letting them do any tests because she doesn't want them to find out what's wrong and stop it. Right. right. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think I think you're right. The 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 book. Uh, now that's that's the fantasizing about I guess 
like the best way that being found out could go. But yeah, you know, she when she confesses to the to her journalist friend and is like, "This is so," and she's like, "This isn't just going to be an article. This is this is this needs to be a book." Yeah, yeah. This yeah, but like anything... fantastic use of montages throughout the whole film, whether oh, they're yeah. the fantastical imaginationings, but also Absolutely. like the the interviews during the book launch. They always when, start like they're real. Like yeah. for a moment, it takes me a second to be like, oh, is this a real doctor? Oh, is this a real leader? Yeah. Like when she goes on TV. Yeah. That, I thought the TV escalate. was real until the dad and then the friend show up. The dad, yeah. And then she see, and I think it yeah. can't get worse. They're like, here's your and friend. And her dress during her that was... And here's your dad. And I'm so sorry. I was never there. And then it's like with her singing a song. By yeah. the way, by the way, by the way, the song she sings is the biggest hit from that artist who stole the furniture in real life. Oh, oh my, my god. god! I love this movie. Yeah, so like the is, song she is, sings is literally again a self-referential <laughs> thing, and I'm just like, incredible. I'm also wondering why this artist agreed to be. Uh, uh, but, uh, because he's taking the best of a bad situation to get himself more attention. There we go. Like there we go. There you go. Yeah, he wants this. We're talking about him. I I don't yeah, think Kevin. that we are seeing the beginning of her. You know, ramping up to yeah. a downfall. Oh, I, yeah, that's because we see yeah. her stealing the furniture with Thomas yeah. uh, earlier. I think this is a this is. I think we are picking and up the drug as, dealer in the, mentioned in, the term of, uh, in media res in the middle of yeah, yeah, yeah. her oh. like mm-hmm. destructive mm-hmm. But path. It, it's so. It's. I think it's so a good. Um, okay, uh, John's gonna dip out for a second to take the poor dog. The dog. So, uh, but uh, but. Um, uh, yes, I've totally lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, the, I, I loved all the insert shots like that. I loved all of the um, uh, the scenes at when it shows her actually reveling and enjoying the kind of attention when she gets it. Like, when she sees the newspaper um, article and then oh, yeah. she like she she's moves, like she's like she t- explosive with energy. It's and she's like, she, and, and, the, and and or like another good one Great when she sees the news scene, article. I love and she it. like I was when she sees the newspaper article out and then like the little moment of taking the news because it's two newspapers one of is hers and the one of them is not hers and she takes a copy and puts it over so both of them are her yeah and then and then she puts like that she puts them on the bottom too as well so they're the entire thing another thing was like when she checks out of the hospital and then she has this like down when she realized that all she got was 56 text messages and a couple of visits yeah. you yeah. know what i mean yeah. and she's like or, oh my and God. it's like How this insatiable her... hunger for the attention that is never or, quantifiable or whatever but exact because you always need more mm-hmm. and, and and like another one i loved was when her boyfriend is there and he's just like when he just says are you really when she's first sitting and wanting him to notice yeah like, on yeah. her neck and she's yeah, so she's, excited. she's got her she's hand like, up. Yeah. Well, sitting with her oh. arm, her arm up in an awkward position, and he's like, "Oh, you should get that checked out." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I guess I should." And then, but when he when he, she's in the hospital, and the boyfriend just holds her hand and goes, "I should have listened to you earlier." And then she just pauses and looks and goes, "Yes, yes." Yeah. And then <laughs> and then he's like, "And by the way, here's my article." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she just, and then, but then oh when or then friends come in, she covers it up. Which I yeah, which yeah I, she doesn't want them seeing it. Yeah. She doesn't want them, but it's it's him. Uh, yes, yeah, oh, because she, she doesn't want them the, the attention they're to gonna be give him attention. Yeah. yeah, or the or the other like I mean the other attention stealing one is that when the article final comes out and then oh, there's yeah. uh, some there's an active shooting in Bergen and some guy kills his whole family, which so that article gets bumped what to kind the of top. Nerd shoots his whole family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's freaking out and calling her friend and being like, "Hi, oh, yeah." So I noticed my article got bumped down. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So just because some guy you shot all of his family, like, oh, like, yeah. And she's so frustrated and, and angry. You can and you can tell on the other end of the phone, the person's like, "I have. There's literally nothing I can do about that. Like, yeah, I can do how the internet works. <laughs> there's when a new article comes out. The, yeah, that's how it works." <laughs> She's. I noticed. Yeah, it's just. It's oh, like, and then it's when, just... when she's like, "Hey, can you can you check if it if it came out?" Yeah. When she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, oh my, my, my phone's dead. So like. Yeah, yeah my phone's dead. Yeah. Oh just my the god. Constant was... lying. By the way, I, I I know you probably have a, a thought about what the rating system should be, Jack. But I I yes. I got to mention the scene when she throws her Mac out the window because I was really <laughs> hoping that the ratings would be one out of six Max Macs out the window. Out the window. <laughs> But that, I mean that, that goes that goes to show like the links that she would go to to hot, to conceal her her like because at that point yeah. she was just doing this, the research of like oh what's Ledexol like? it's 
which about these you know about these diseases like the, from what what I could see like you know, layman's term like it, it's a it's a compulsion yeah it's like an it's yeah. like it's a like a people same have with a like a, to a compulsive liars yeah compulsive liar like even though even they they will do things that if they ever if someone you know rationally were to sit down and think like the long term you know if I do this what happens three steps from now. How easy will I be able to be like if you? I will be caught in two seconds, or I will damage something. Right, yeah. it, they they cannot control that compulsion because they need that in the moment, and 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 to you know this, and that's like very clearly what we're seeing here. Yeah. But I mean, I do. I I mean, the whole time I was just like, this. The, I saw this described as a as a horror movie. I, it was listed when I purchased it on Amazon, mm -hmm. um, or rented it on Amazon. It was listed as a horror movie. And that was kind of like a surprise. I'm like, this is a horror movie? When I when I started watching it. You're like, did Erlene really recommend a horror movie? Yeah. <laughs> a hor it's a horror movie for the boyfriend, I think. Which I'm like, bro, get out of the house. Like, this <laughs> yeah. woman is clearly... He's obviously a garbage person, but I think like... I mean, like this is that's the interesting debate that I think that like Erlen yeah. brings up is that like she is funk is is worse in the the willingness the actions she takes and the willing to how far she's willing to take it. But if she's informed by a true medical disorder that is affecting her, how much will can we you know how much yeah. like can we blame her as opposed to him who just seems like a shitty guy? He yeah, seems like a, super a shitty, shitty narcissistic shitty. guy yeah. that need yeah. yeah and I feel like it, that point is really drilled home whenever they're at um, some fancy brunch place, lunch place with yeah. those friends, I and love like those poor and like they're confronted as a duo. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah. And it's very direct. And then uh, interestingly, he really sticks up for her. You know. At yeah. first, at first, at first, he's like pecking down at her because it's like, um, oh, what's the modeling agency? Oh yeah, they sell like clothes and and bed sheets. And bed yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like, and then he, and then it's, it's the same way that so she's bitter. kind of like you know, um, pecking at him in terms of the the the, the scale of his uh, gallery show. But it, it's like when when push came to shove, then he he really supported her or like like um, because I think they realized they're kind of codependent. Exactly, yes. I agree. Yes. I think, and he near like like he he can attack her, but people other people aren't allowed to attack his what you know his unit, right? His, his yeah. girlfriend or what he might see as kind of his, you know, a lot of time people like this, I, I would imagine would see their partner as kind of an accessory. Yeah, you yeah. know that that's that's for them. Like you know that's what like he he's the front man of his relationship, and he has this kind of side girl that's absolutely with I him. totally agree and so i think of that's why he's defensive of that yeah exactly yeah, for sure welcome back john thank you i feel welcome back <laughs> you guys uh i think i have run through all of the uh, things that had me absolutely cracking up about this film do you guys have more to I, add? I have one one other thing um after uh she goes to the hospital or after the the photo shoot and she's back in her apartment and it's mm -hmm. totally sparse. The cops took everything. Mm -hmm. Still, the only furniture that remains are chairs. <laughs> yeah. At the beginning, the, the whole apartment was filled with chairs, and the police took everything, but still the only things that remained are a, a few different chairs. The less I that was really funny. I, I was like, that, yeah. is, that is very silly. And, of, and no. it's, it's subtle. It's small, but it's... It's very. I think it's very intentional and funny. Love it. All right, should we get to our categories? Let's yeah. do it. Let's, Let's do categories. Do All right, guys, who won the movie? Uh, John, you want to go first? Everyone in their lives who is not them, because <laughs> both of them are out of the picture. I think now. Uh, they deserve each other, but I'm not sure anyone else deserves either of them. Fair point. Yeah. Okay. Just to piggyback, I think the, the the couple friends that confront them at lunch and then have this kind of confrontation and then is like, okay, you know what? Like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they won because you, you we as audience members got to see them literally like yeah. be like cut the cord with these friends. Like they're not worth it. Yeah. You can pay over yeah. there. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's like you you have a thing. We have to get up early, right? Let's get the yeah. fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're, we're not friends anymore. That that 
yeah, that, that that couple was a strong contender for who's your guy, mm. you know, oh, kind yeah. of because because that I'm just like there's it was like the most normal people we met in the whole fucking movie. I'm just like mm. I can't imagine being because that that's the moment like you're wrapped up in the character. Uh, of the main protagonist of the film of both of them and when you see you know these friends for a second and you just briefly put yourself in their shoes you're like god these other people just suck can you imagine being like friends with them? yeah oh has uh, kind, of, anyway. kind of like white lotus vibes where it's like exactly we're yeah, friends yeah, yeah, yeah. but like we have because we have to be have, and, yeah my winner uh, my winner kept, is uh yeah. munchausen syndrome one <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, just we, fully I mean, Erwin learned something today. Their lives and took over and, and won. Whether or not actually it was Munchausen syndrome or some other, their their mental illness won. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Erwin, did you? Sorry, did you say? Yeah, yeah, the couple, the friends that yeah, the ditched. couple. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm, I just said the director. Uh, this is only his second feature film, and oh. I thought he knocked it out of the park. He had only done shorts and music videos, with the exception of one other movie. Nice. So I, I just he wrote it, directed it. I, I loved it. Hell yeah, it was great. Well, well done. Uh, Loser, uh, John, you got a loser for the movie? Um, my loser is the same. Everyone else in their lives. <laughs> uh, who, you know, prior to successfully getting away from them, had to deal with them for a span of years. Um, and that is sad for all of them. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I thought of Sigma as maybe the loser, but it's so self-created. And, mm. I, like, I don't know. So I, I say everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say my, my loser is um, Espen, or Jesper Berg, that actor. Jesper. He is so serious about what he does, and yeah. this jackass narcissist is coming in here and just, I mean, he doesn't know that she's what she is, but he's, yeah. he's, he's there, he's present, he is... Picking up mm-hmm. people's vomit and smelling it and making sure that <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I yeah. thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna eat it. That would have been too much. Too. Yeah, I, I was so sure he off. was gonna eat it. <laughs> oh, that was so gross. I was oh, like, was so he gross. is dedicated to his his practice, and yeah. I think she is making a mockery of it. Yeah. Yep. Erlen, who's your loser? Um. Oh, I literally just thought of it and then I lost it. Uh, you go, you go while I work. I, I have the boyfriend. I have the boyfriend Thomas because mm-hmm. he ends up in prison. Um, he and he he just sucks. Yeah. Uh, he just, I just, he's just a sucky guy that ended up in prison. And like, I can't imagine going into Norwegian prison and being like, "Why are you here?" Mm-hmm. And and you know, yeah, really well, I I stole I stole an ottoman. Yeah. <laughs> Or 40. <laughs> I remember, uh, I'm going to say the drug dealer guy who just had like, you know, yeah, a very yeah. um, uh, normal dose of like social anxiety. You could see that, right? He was struggling on his own path. But then because this toxic person was a part of his life, like peripherally, and that he like <laughs> accidentally sent her a video, whether it was an accident or not, where he's like suck, trying to suck his own dick. I mean, like what a fucking weird... Thing to put in the movie so it's yeah. like you already know that he's like he's like still coming back from that and then yeah. you don't really get to see him like fully have the same reaction as her but you do you're it's implied that he also ended up taking some yeah, of these drugs did, yeah. and and it, so i feel like he's collateral damage and like the real loser she's here. like a hurricane coming into people's lives exactly yeah. just a, is a, yeah. and then you might have even th- thought that, that i think he ended up giving it to the, his mom right mom oh yeah or someone yeah, yeah. So these are, those are some strong contenders for losers. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, sorry, this brings up one very quick memory or thought, which is we looked up this drug and they created a, they created a fake website for this drug that no was, maybe you guys already talked about. And it warns about the misportrayal in this Norwegian movie and how they don't like it. So I recommend everyone looks it up. It's, uh, uh, oh, God. I'll, I'll find the name while we keep going. But Lidexol. Lidexol. L-I-D-E-X-O-L. And you can find the pretty well-made website. Um, anyway, sorry. Interesting. Lidexel.com. I love that, that they maintain that. Um, it's also right, an Instagram guys. account. <laughs> yeah. Really? Apparently, that's the second, third option that came up when I searched it. Oh, God. Yikes. Um, who's your guy? Uh, Johnny, do you have a guy? Uh, it is very obviously Anders Danielson Lai. Yes. Uh, I mean, Same. come on. He is in a single scene. One scene. And 
is also playing a doctor, which he is in he real is life. Doctor. And uh, Can you is, imagine if he was your doctor? That'd be fucking awesome. And like doing this, doing the. I'm gonna go get injured in Oslo, you know, Munchausen style, just to have Edward done this <laughs> live doctor, where he will then presumably tell me that the police are gonna come execute me. But he totally sold the scene. It was great. I agree. So, I agree. It. That was great. That was great. Oh my god, this website is amazing. I know. You can inquire for more and sign up. That's hilarious. A better you awaits. Is at the very bottom. <laughs> yeah, better you. Why is a movie called Sick of Myself completely misrepresenting our brand? We interest the controversy. That's incredible. That's so funny. <clears throat> oh, that's My so guy good they do. Is, um, yeah. is the waiter at the beginning who is holding the... Or the, the right. Both waiters, but the, mostly the guy that runs after uh, mm-hmm. Thomas when he steals the bottle of wine. But when they're just yeah. waiting for the candle to, to stop sparkling, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he just kind of <laughs> glances over, just a one tiny glance over just to see, like, is it still going? Okay. Yeah, still going. All right. Very small, very subtle. Uh, and then they just fuck him over, and he has to run after him. I thought it was, <laughs> yeah, he was my guy. Just trying to do his job, but uh, assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Erlen, did you, was yours also, Andrews? Uh Yes, honest, uh, yeah. My, uh, mine was the blind woman in charge of getting things, which I thought was absolutely uh, wild. That was... <laughs> that they have... Nuna. I think her name was Nuna. Nuna. Her name's Nuna, and she's gorgeous. It's like gorgeous smiles, because the, the, uh, if, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, you know, um, uh, she is, uh, uh, Sigma ends up modeling for an agency that has, uh, what would you say, like disabled people or differently, you know, you know able yeah. people, including this one woman who is blind. But she's in charge of like getting stuff. And it's specifically because she has the line like she breaks something, it keeps bumping around. Which I was dying. And she's like, oh, it'd she just be a lot easier if things had be, like permanent places. If yeah. everything had a, if everything had a permanent place. And you're like, and you're like, oh yeah. And then the crazy. boss is like, oh, that's a that's a really good point. I'm really gonna I'm really gonna remember that. But like honestly, just does not fucking care. Can you, uh, because I because that was she's already she's already gone. Don't, it's too late. Because I love that because it's obviously this is all very like phony because like they're hiring these models because they're different, but they're all still, a, you know, attractive. Yeah. And like, the, you know, like, oh, let's give the blind woman a job to get stuff because it doesn't matter that she's blind, but it's actually causing problems and they haven't taken any steps to try to assist right. her. Right. It's this. like or Cigna. The moment mm-hmm. the Cigna becomes not like hot, like yeah. she starts getting worse or hair you know getting worse and worse they're like uh-oh we got to work around this and like they want to drop it it's very clear that 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 you know mm-hmm. it's actually causing a problem so that's why uh, that was my guy um yeah rating system max out windows yes <laughs> one to six thank you max out of, <laughs> max thrown what, out of what like, out of curiosity what was your alternative system i was gonna do like stolen ottomans or something I okay sure. but, but uh, yeah max, max out of windows that's a great right. one huh right. john how many max would you throw out a window for this four movie? and a half max out of windows uh yeah. i i didn't i really enjoyed it um i'm not like i didn't maybe love it as much as it sounds like some of you guys did i i don't love the gross out factor, but yeah. I did. I did really like it. Uh, Kevin, I'm I'm yeah. gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a solid five. Uh, I'm gonna throw mm-hmm. five whole max out out the window, um, and and maybe like a, a keyboard too, um, like an <laughs> external mouse. Uh, just because yeah. yeah, it was really well made from top to bottom. I really appreciated the the weirdness, like the the it is one of the more quintessentially like what I think of as Nordic mm-hmm. film style where it's, you know, I feel like this could be in the Oslo trilogy. Yeah, exactly. It's like exactly. the Oslo quadrilogy. Exactly. It's the comedy of in the trilogy, you yes. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the, like the long un- unbroken scenes where like, like the photo shoot that, towards the end is a yeah. super long scene compared to a lot of other scenes where it's like very short, very quick things. But then, you get these scenes where you kind of get to sit in the awkwardness and the the uncomfortableness of like okay, okay yeah like how would we how would we like to proceed with the makeup and mm-hmm. and do we want to yeah, continue yeah, the shoot yeah, yeah. and all right let's just put a hat on her and like yeah yeah like it was it, it was yeah really really good four five five out of six max out windows Erlen. I mean, I hate to give you guys such high scores, you know, because I, I am championing. Uh, I, I want to keep you on your toes, but I'm going to have to go five and a half max. Five and a half? Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, 
Wow. I'm almost tempted to man. give it six because, like, Ooh. I think I gave Vine Smash to Maliska six, but because I say that this is just like I, I, it's it's literally same tier, uh, but I personally like Vine Smash to Maliska just a bit more, so I feel like it's it should be the one that reserves it's reserved for six. But mm-hmm. I, um, I mean, yeah, I recommended it for a reason. I love it. I think it's really, really interesting. Yeah. I haven't seen anything like it. Six. Six max out windows. For you? I love this movie. I'm (laughs) willing to give. I'm willing to enjoy things and love things. I think this is my my favorite movie other than Baron's Vesmanesca, worst person in the world that that we've covered, at least. That, That comes to mind in the past year or two or... I mean, definitely. This is it's a it's sh- shortly or uh, slightly behind that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I can't throw six Apple That's products true. out a window. It's very true. You you hawk those, max out the window. I need. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna do some incredibly quick math. So uh, on uh, Erlen's scores, while someone else and says I'm something incredibly witty and, and clever, say that right that the word vamp Five. comes from vampire. Which is, uh, is why true? you have to get a bunch of vampires together to. All right, I did the math wrong, so it doesn't matter. But we're in it. We're we're, we're uh, but we're in the we're good. We are well on our way to a pizza party with Erlen. We have not decided what movie we're going to cover next, but we'll just deal with that, and it's going to we'll be a ins- fun surprise it in, in the summer uh, here. The 2022 film Narvik, or in Norwegian Kampen om Narvik, available on Netflix. Okay. Ah, good that's movie. A, you know, cool. That was a good That'll choice. That's a good choice. Movie. I know. I'm actually really good. Yeah. That's that's it. Yeah. Uh, all right. If anyone has any uh, thoughts on this or any other things we should cover, uh, please send us an email at podfornorga at gmail.com. And we will catch you for that amazing film we just mentioned next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.